And Brian probably couldn't hear that, but they were talking. I'm Brian Smith is here, Kanaba County Sheriff. We have our chat on Thursdays, brought to you by Bozeman Newton Insurance. But Brian, on the spot, they're talking about a safe and sober deal that they're doing on WCMP tonight. So from 6 until 8, uh, they are going to have some different representatives from over Pine County way, I'm assuming, okay. that are just going to talk up the importance of let's be smart uh, during this season. And Eric, our news guy, is going to be the guinea pig to drink. And yes, and I don't know, I doubt you remember, but it's got to be over 25 years ago when the laws changed at one point, we did a special on KBK and I was a designated drinker. Okay. And we brought in, I think Pat Cartier might've been the, I'm trying to think who that. Is that when they went from point one to point eight? Yes. Yes. When they made those changes. And so we brought that to light to kind of explain so I did my air shift that day and had controlled drinking yep. so much every I don't even remember the time period and then they, they usually get, go by an hour yeah you something know, so like much that. an hour and yeah and and what I recall of that and I was telling Eric this too just as a warning to him is that what I found is as they kept doing the breathalyzer it didn't necessarily show up right away right. What happens is all of a sudden, and you hear people comment on this, man, all of a sudden it hit me like a ton of bricks. Right. And that's when the number goes from uh, right. Right. to off the charts right. very quickly. Right. And it's all about how well your body can metabolize exactly. that alcohol. So, you know, as it's processing through your body, and, you know, and, and it gets to a point and as your blood alcohol content goes up, that's when you start to feel things. And it can happen more quickly for some. A yep. lot has to do with just what you've eaten that day. Yep, your, absolutely. Your body it, weight, all of it. Because that affects probably your what has been eaten more so than anything because it's how fast your body absorbs the alcohol that you've consumed. Well, that's why I say never, you know, be smart. Don't ever right. drink on an empty stomach, obviously. Right. right. Don't be super tired. Don't. I mean, there's so many factors that play in. Right. And so that's what they're going to do tonight. So I just invite people to tune in to oh, WCMP oh, tonight nice. and check that out. They're going to do a, a deal from 6 to 8. They have some sponsors on board. Yep. Good information, especially yep. during this holiday season. You know, every once in a while, we haven't done it in a while, um, but we've hosted um, where we have actors um, uh, come in. And there's, you know, it's it's very scientifically done so that, you know, people aren't getting over the top. Right. But people will come in and volunteer and and drink, mm-hmm. and then officers can practice and get tested on their field sobriety tests. Okay. So that's it's a certification process that we have to go through to have officers work these. Um, well, they used to be called safe and sober, but now it's called towards zero death. Um, but DWI waves and extra enforcement waves, um, but you have to be certified in standard field sobriety which that's all part of the process. Okay. So that you can actually participate in those waves. How do you find the people? Do you put out a plea or is it yeah, usually... Usually, it, yeah, it usually doesn't take much. I was going to say, <laughs> are you kidding? They want us to drink. Oh, I'll yeah. There, that, you know? We have no problem finding <laughs> volunteers usually. The only bad part is it's usually during the day. Right. Because the people that facilitate it are from the state and, you know, they're not going to come here right. so you, if work you're in working, the evening. So it's a daytime yeah. thing and who wants to take time off their day yeah to typically go volunteer oh, but for again even that but typically you find somebody you know we 
generally, I don't think we've ever had a problem finding people. <laughs> Never a shortage. Never a shortage. Absolutely. But yeah. interesting, next time you do something like that, let us know, though. It would be kind of neat for us to do some coverage of that. Okay. You know, that'd be cool. Say, in the meantime, I guess we can backtrack a little bit. Calls for service. What's been shaking the last week? Well, we had about 270 calls for service, so oh, okay. kind of what our norm has been. Um, um, the arrests, we only had seven arrests, so that was down a little bit. Um, but two <laughs> two of those were DWIs. Speaking of that. Uh, another one was uh, uh, driving after revocation and one of the new open cannabis violations. So they had a they had a container of cannabis items and it was open and you can't can't just drive same can't idea. drive with an open container of that either. Right. Just right. like alcohol. I was going to say just like alcohol. Yep. And uh, we had a and then we had a the rest were warrants. Uh, there was a contempt. I guess there was a contempt charge in there. Contempt of court and uh, two probation violations and a failure to appear. Okay, so been busy though. So yeah, that's it's, about typical. It's norm. I won't say as busy, but it's it's norm. Do you feel like because we've had, I, I'm not saying we haven't had some road conditions that get icy. I'm not saying that, but have you noticed because we don't have the snow like we've had other years? I would think some of those accident numbers would thankfully be down a little bit. Or is oh, it about for the same? sure, absolutely, okay. absolutely. We don't, yeah. you know, we haven't had the number of. Um, off vehicle off roads and and crashes that we would normally have. Con- so that's been with, I mean, a that's blessing. related to winter weather, right? Yeah, that's what I'm so, saying. So I mean, yeah, that's that's been a blessing. But you know, we we still have had accidents because people make poor decisions and um, aren't attentive enough. That is the key for sure. Yeah. See, yeah. speaking of weather and road conditions, now this is more of a MnDOT deal, but I saw it the other day and I thought I'll just save it for Brian and share it. Uh, the folks that send out Amber Alerts to cell phones to notify us as the public that a child has been abducted, well, now they're using that same technology this winter, if we ever get snow. Uh, the Minnesota Department of Transportation will begin using what is known as wireless emergency alerts to let drivers know when a highway or freeway is expected to be closed for four hours or longer because of an emergency weather situation. I'm thinking specifically, you know, you hear about Western Minnesota, you know, you get to a certain point, they even have the big gates where they just, you can see that they shut down things when they have to. So this is something new that they're going to be doing. They say a sample alert um, would appear and it would say emergency alert. And specifically the I-90 corridor, uh, for example, would right. be a good example. That's one of those spots. So just know that. Yep. And if I-90, you know, I-94 probably even more so. That one closes down even more. Quite often, just because does. of the way it works. It's yeah. so wide open there. There's yep. nothing to stop the snow. Right. So if you want more information on this, I just thought I'd throw it out again while Brian was with me. Oh, uh, go to 511. Again, www.511mn.org, and there's more information on those updates. But nice. I think that's a good thing, don't you think? It is a, it is a good thing, and uh, the Western states have been utilizing that for years now. So um, we're kind of catching up. Nice that it's, Minnesota's worked out. Doing it that. works out well for them, and their their freeway warning systems for their roadways is um, pretty good. But it changes on a dime out there so quickly. Oh my it goodness! It doesn't even have to be snowing because it blows so much. The blowing is the biggest the blowing part. Is crazy. Well, yeah. and then we we know that when you get into North Dakota, and I just know this mainly when my son went to school out at NDSU. 
man, you know, as soon as you cross from Minnesota into North Dakota, there's no chemicals. You guys don't realize. Uh, again, and there's lots of discussion we could do on that. But right. you get there and they don't put stuff down. So those road conditions can really get, you can just go from one situation to the other. Right. You know, so right. just some awareness there. But I yep. think that's cool that they're doing that. So Yeah. No, I, I think it's it's super helpful. And, um, you know, the, uh, some of the western states I've been through, they even, they'll even put what the speed limit as the weather conditions worsen they'll drop the speed limit as it goes do they have the signs that yep. we traditionally see they are they're, those they're electronic, electronic oh, speed okay. signs yeah okay. and yeah there's all kinds of warning stuff all that's there, kind so. of a, a good when you think about it i mean it doesn't mean we all we've always gotten used to seeing those signs regular right. signs and we don't always pay attention you know what i mean right. we do what we want but to have that electronically change and say listen you're not going to be able to go 55, 60, 70, whatever anymore. Right. We want you to go, right. you know, whatever. Right. I think that's very cool because it yeah. puts some teeth into law enforcement if they do have to stop you. Well, right? That, Is that part and, of it? I, th- I think it's all about just getting people to slow down before it turns into an emergency. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with cops and enforcement. I think it's got to do with just letting people know, hey, the roads are getting icy ahead. You need to slow down from 80. Yeah, because the speed limits are eighty out there. I know. I just, so I mean that's pretty fast, and you got heavy truck traffic, a lot of it, way more than anything we experience here. Yeah. Um, and when you got something that big traveling that fast, and it turns to ice, um, quickly, bad things happen. Bad things happen. Absolutely. Yeah. So just some some good reminders there. And now I'm I'm unless you have something else you want to share. No, it, it just you know the. Holidays are upon us, and uh, I know it. you know it's a it's a hectic time, and and people are stressed out, and you know um, all I can say is you know just take an extra, give yourself extra time, and and be patient on the roadways, and um, you know leave early if you have to, because uh, things can change, and it's just safer for everybody. Good good reminder there too. Yeah. So, now I'm going to I'm going to put you on the spot, but in a good way. <laughs> okay. So, segue cuz Brian and I get to talk together most Thursdays around this time and we try to keep you up to date on different things that are happening. But today I want to go down the road of what is your favorite memory, would you say? It can be just it can be a winter memory, it can be Christmas. Oh boy. Going back a bit, um maybe did you get something you didn't expect as a kiddo at Christmas? Because let's face it, a lot of our memories are usually when we're kiddos. I'm trying to buy you time here to think of something. <laughs> Boy, you did put me on the spot. Because I have a vision of, you know, your mom and dad and, and you know, your siblings uh, Christmas morning. And was there something you didn't expect to get or you were surprised by that either was, this is the coolest thing I've ever gotten or what was Santa thinking? <laughs> Question mark. Yeah. Uh, there had to be something. She, I know there is, and and you have to think. It, I know it's hard when you're as old as you are to think back that right? far. I know <laughs> my memory recall isn't quite what it once was. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> well, your dad did a lot of stuff with snowmobiles. I know that. That's always been a part of your life. That's one of the reasons you love to do what you do in the winter. And if you have to go find snow, that's what you will do. I know you'll have a trip here coming up sometime. Yeah, somewhere. When did that start as a kiddo for you? Oh, I... I, As long as you can remember? Well, 
I remember we we moved out to the farm when I was five, and we had our first snowmobile that winter, uh, an old Polaris Mustang. Now, what? How big is a Mustang? I don't. Oh, no. it, it was an old, big old single cylinder, That's probably what I was eight or ten horsepower. <laughs> um, yeah, so. And it wasn't long, and we had to upgrade from that because that thing wasn't the best in the snow. Um, it was big and heavy and slow. and Hard um, to get around on, yeah, I would imagine. And we ended up with a couple Articat Panthers, and those things, um, we still have one of them to the day. How cool is that? Yeah, and the, one of the other ones, the other one, one of my neighbors has it, and he restored it, so he still uses it. Runs like a champ. Isn't it something? Well, <laughs> yeah. some of that stuff, I'll tell you that, they were built to last. They were. Yeah, they were. And, and they're very simple. And, you know, it's stuff that anybody with a little bit of mechanical knowledge can keep them going. Keep them going. Yeah, because they're so simple. Have you ever gone on one of the antique rides or done any of that? Yeah, we do that every year. Okay. Um, is that up by where you deer hunt? Is that <laughs> Yeah, okay. we've got one up at uh, Mel George's Resort on Elephant okay. Lake. And um, we've been going to that one since since it was they had it i mean it's it's been well over oh gosh probably it's well into 40 years isn't that great that they've been having them so. but just i guess what i think of just knowing you with the as much as i do which isn't that much but just that love of the outdoors and you know snowmobiling is a great example of that and that's something that you grew up with because i know your dad loved to do that and your brothers love to do that, and yeah. so that's and it's something you've yeah. passed on to Skyler and and you know yeah they're uh, Sawyer all and, they're all outdoorsmen and and yep. outdoors people they love outdoor activities and um, that's whether it's canoeing the Boundary Waters in the summer or snowmobiling cross country um, skiing. All Whatever. the above, yeah. any, any anything that's outside. It's just so good for your soul to get it outdoors, is. isn't it? It is. And I know we've had kind of an unusual fall into officially today being winter. Uh, but I think we'll is still it get officially some winter today. Yeah, today's the twenty first. Winter begins. To, somebody needs to let somebody know. Yeah, we got to let Mother Nature <laughs> in on that little secret. Nine right. nine forty seven tonight will be the first official. Uh day right. of winter so maybe that page will turn and we'll get some snow and uh but i know you will i know you you will find snow well, i'll find it you will find it and you will take your sleds and you will enjoy it because that's part of who you are right and i think that's a great thing and sometimes it's just kind of nice for people to know that yeah he's a sheriff and he does what he does to serve our community but he's a real person i am he is I and am. and he was a little boy once and he grew up and had uh, dreams and things he wanted to do and here he is today and we appreciate what you do. Well, thank you. I'm going to tell you that. Thank you. I enjoy what I do. Well, and I appreciate you coming in here, too, and taking time out of your day. So, And putting up with Norby when he's here bothering you. <laughs> I'll throw that in there, too. Hopefully he's listening this morning. Yeah, right. <laughs> Say, Brian, to you and yours, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. And you also. All right. We'll catch you in 2024. And this update has been brought to you by our good friends over at Bozeman Newton Insurance.